0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وبارك على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد الحمد لله We reached our next point, which is our third point of the text from Shah Sunnah and And just as you find just as we found the, the previous point led on from the one previous to that. This point leads on from the one that's previous to this. So, for those that remember, what was the first point that was mentioned by Baba Hari? The first point that he mentioned? Islam is the Sunnah. That Islam is the Sunnah, and the Sunnah is? Islam. Islam, Islam is the Sunnah, and the Sunnah is Islam. And that's what they're one and the same. And then the second point he mentioned was what? That will always be a And that from the Sunnah is the jama'ah, then the person must adhere to the jama'ah, now the person must adhere to, to that jama'ah, even if the jama'ah is one, and the jama'ah is not, the ibrah of the jama'ah is not based upon, yeah, the aded, based, upon, based upon the number, you may find that the jama'ah is made up of, Yani yeah, a small amount of individuals, or maybe one individual, However, what unites that Jama'ah is the Haqq. What did the. Uh, What's also mentioned in relation to the Jama'ah as well? Uh, aids in terms of establishing the Jama'ah. Or what is needed to establish that Jama'ah as well?
1: Based upon the Quran
0: and Sunnah. Based on the Quran and Sunnah, now. they have an Imam. They have an Imam. Now they have an Imam. That they are led. Now that Jama'ah is led. And so, as going back to, and it relates, no doubt, to the point from the Muqaddimah, is that the jama'ah cannot be established except with, yeah, the the Jama'a cannot be established except that it's upon the Haqq, and except that it goes back to the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And so, when a person understands that Islam is a sunnah and the sunnah is Islam, then they have to understand that from the sunnah is adhering to the jama'ah. And so we have our third point today, which is: will have the Arabic with them? Can you <laughs> read <laughs> it?
1: Uh, third point, the companions are the foundation of the jamaah The foundation upon which the jamaah is built is the companions of Muhammad wasallam. Uh, uh, they are sunnah So whoever does not take from them has gone astray and innovated. And every innovation is misguidance, and misguidance and its people are in the fire.
0: No. <coughs> Jay. So here, as we mentioned, now this is a fol- this follows on from the point of the jama'ah. So the jama'ah is from the affair of the sunnah, and. The Jama'a, the basis and the the, the, current, the, the generation in which the jama'ah is based is the generation of the companions. And so, Sheikh Hozan, he goes on to, disc, to discuss and, and uh, explain the first point. What says the 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 basis in which the jama'ah is, is built upon, مان هم الذين الذين هذا شأنهم. Is this Which is Which is uh, upon this affair They are the companions of Muhammad صلى And so this jama'ah, they are the individuals that are the companions of Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi wa And whoever came after them, they're you know, from the tabi'een And the followers of the tabi'id, uh, amongst these Qurun al-mufadda'la, and the Qurun al-mufadda'la, these generations, I refer referring to not the self, but This is the jama'a. When a katha, be him, from the latee, he, ha, allahy hoo the jama'a, the one who is Muslim to be with and whoever really takes or follows them, yeah, he takes them as their example, right? these Qur'an Mufaddala, these three generations. Whoever takes them as their example, from once to akhiri, those that came after them, that they likewise are amongst the jama'ah of the Muslimin, that they are with them. ma <laughs> Even if whatever comes upon him from whatever comes his way from harm, irrespective of whatever comes his way from harm, he is with that Jama'ah. He's with that Jama'ah. Now. So whether that be the Hars coming their way by way of being threatened, or mocking, or being attacked. And a person, he remains Haitian upon that. And he seeks to deal with it and cope with it whilst remaining, as long as he remains upon that truth. And so this individual does not deviate from that truth. He remains patient upon that which has befallen him from harms. Nam. Wilaf inahu say yakul hadafan lil du'a to su. Well du'aatubala for indeed except that this is the goal. Understand this is the goal of those that call to evil and seek to reject the truth. This is their goal. Not only do they seek to they reject the truth and deny the truth and turn away from the Haqq and its reality. Along with that Balakulla Fiku. They seek to bring harm to the people that adhere to that truth. To discourage the people from adhering to the truth. And so here, Al he lays out and he clarifies the importance of the Jama'ah and these Qur'ul al Mufaddala and the Salaf of this Ummah. And that. They in of themselves are individuals that are the Jama'ah I al-Haq, the people of truth. As a lot to other nations, and those who are first and the foremost amongst the Muslims, the individuals that made hijrah from Mecca to Medina, and the Ansar, the Hamthas of Medina, those that follow them in good, Allah is pleased with them, and likewise they are pleased with him. And وَالَّذِينَ جَاءُوا مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ يقولون رَبَّنَا اغفر لَنَا وَلِإِخْوَانِنَا الَّذِينَ سبقونا بِالْإِيمَانِ وَلَا تَجْعَلْ فِي قُلُوبٍ غِلًّا لِلَّذِينَ عَامُنُوا رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ رؤوف الرحيم. And so, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows, praises individuals by the mentioning of these muhajideen and al and his statement and those that came from after them, by way of their statement, O oh our Lord, forgive us, forgive us and our brothers and those that have preceded us in Iman. By way of these statements, as well as the statement of the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, where he stated, خَيْرُ nas qarni." The best of the people is my generation. And then those that follow them and those that follow them. The best of the people is my generation. Those that follow them and those that follow them. All of these texts and texts such as these are all thana', all appraise of the salaf of this ummah. All are praise for those that are from the Salaf, the Qur'an Mafadda, these pious generations. And so, we understand by way of that, that the individual that adheres to the truth, or seeks to adhere to the truth, that in reality, he will be someone that follows this Qur'an. And so the jama'ah as mentioned, the jama'ah is that all genera- those generations, the companions, and the tabi'in, and the ta'bi'in. That's the jama'ah. And the jama'ah likewise are those that follow them. I take them as an the example. And so, Sheikh Bozali mentions, fal يَقْتَدِي بِالْمُتَقَدِّمِ بِالْأَهْلِ الْحَقُ وَأَهْلِ الخير, الْخَيْرِ And so the one that comes after, the one that has followed and come after, he takes the one who has preceded as an example. now those who have preceded، he takes them as an example from the people of truth and the people of good. And even if you find that there, there is an extended period of time between the two, the time period is not of importance. An extended period of time is not of importance. Rather, what they were upon, those Quran, those, those generations, what they were upon, and following them in that what they were upon, that is what takes precedence. And the person, once they adhere to that way. Whatever comes upon them and what comes their way by way of trials and tribulations, then he remains sabir alayhi. He remains patient upon it. Patient upon that trial. Thereafter his statement, Ubaa Bahari, Ashab Muhammad, Muhammad, and the companions and the Prophet, and the the companions from the Mahajirin are those that made Hijrah from Mecca to Medina. And the Ansar, the companions that were the, the inhabitants of Medina. لأنهم هم الذين صاحب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وجاهدوا ونصروه وتحملوا الدين ونقلوه لنا فهما الواسطة بيننا وبين رسول الله صلى الله sallam. And why did they take precedence? why because they were those individuals that accompanied the messenger of Allah صلى الله وسلم. they accompanied him. Jahadu معه. they waged, they war, and they were, they fought in battles with him, in jihad with him. واسرهوا. then they aided him. and the companions were those that aided the messenger of Allah sallallahu الله wa وسلم. They may have aided him by way of that which is made superior by way of the battles. They may have aided him by way of the battles, in the in terms of physically. They may have aided him by way of wealth. They may have aided him by way of direction. But all of those with him aided him in a way. What well, the Hamiloid did, and they took on the religion. The religion that took on the deed lana, And they transmitted it for us. And they're the narrators, of course. We are aware of the, of the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, and his ahadith, due to the fact that this has been transmitted by the companions. This is wadih. This is, this is, this is apparent. When you have the narration of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, it begins. Now these narrations begin with God Rasulullah, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, or al-Fulan, al- 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 which the companions, al-Fulan, al-Abi Harira, or al Abi Musa al-Ashtari, or al-Abu Sa'id al- Khudri, al-Fulan. the companion, that, mentioned that Hadith of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So they were the first individuals that passed on the sunnah, the main knuckle of the sunnah. They transmitted that with the sunnah. And so Nas and Sheikh Muzan mentions they are the wasita bainana wa bynana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa They are those and they are the intermediaries between us and the message of Allah I alayhi wa meaning by way of the fact that they pass on the ilm. The ilm, the shar'i, the knowledge of the Sharia and the Deen and the Wahi and the revelation that came from the Prophet, these companions are the ones that passed that on. Before we move on, it's something that we've discussed previously, I believe, in the, some of the maqaddibat, some of the introductions to other books that we've we done previously. We discussed the companions of the ta'rif and the definition of a companion. And some of the masa'il that. Uh, revolve around it the first thing is what is a companion I and mean, who is a companion what do you understand a companion to be does anyone know this definition now
1: so
0: met the Prophet Muhammad, met the Prophet sallam, believed in him, believed in him no, died upon that and died believing in him now so was someone that met the Prophet sallam, believed in him and died believing in him that's the definition of a companion. Some of uh, the scholars they mentioned as well from Ahlul Hadith, they mentioned an addition to that as well, with the wording, Walaw Even if within that time there was a riddha, there's apostasy. Meaning, if the person believed in the Prophet, وسلم, met him, believed in him, وسلم, then he apostated. And then after the death of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he embraces Islam again. Upon the definition of the companions is that they say that this individual, such an individual, has such an individual is regarded as being a companion. So even though within that time he left Islam but he embraces Islam again after that, because he embraces Islam again after that, he's regarded as being a companion. So the definition, which is Ashmala well, which is uh, most comprehensive of the definitions for the companion, is that it's someone that met the Prophet sallallahu believed in him, died believing in him, even if this was uh, separated by way of apostasy. Now. So the first Ibarah, the first point here in terms of this definition is that he met the Prophet Sallallahu The reason why it is important to say he met the Prophet and not that he saw the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is why? Some of, them were blind. Some of the companions were blind. So if you restrict it to he saw the Prophet Sallallahu and that's the companion, then this would exclude those companions that didn't see him due to blindness. And so the definition mentions that a companion is the one that met the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now believed in him. So of course this is this excludes anyone that disbelieved in him, of course. Anyone that met him may have met him, however, did not believe in him, did not accept his message. Of course, this person could not be considered to be a companion. And died believing in him. So we understand that the person has to have Die believing in him It's not regarded, person cannot be regarded as being a companion if they met him, believed in him, and then left Islam for whatever reason, and then died upon disbelief. Now, rather, is the individual that met the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, believed in him, and died believing in him, even if that was separated by uh, this affair of um, apostasy from the books that are. Very beneficial in this particular topic is a book referred to as Isaba by Ibn Hajar. Isaba by Ibn Hajar, he mentions some of the, or he, he tries to mention all of the companions and the biography of all of the companions based upon the narrations. So, based upon the narrations, he tries to gather the names of all of the companions uh, and mention the biography of them, depending on who they were, who the companions were. They may mention a longer biography or a shorter biography. But this is, this is from the books that are uh, well known in this particular topic. It's by Ibn al Askarani. So, based upon that definition of a companion as well, then the question is asked and is posed regarding Isa alayhi salam. Is Isa alayhi salam, regarded as being a companion? If we look at the definition... His status higher higher than the companion, who's a prophet. So, 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 but but if we to use this definition, would he fall into this definition? Maybe that's 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 a, that's a more that's uh, more precise question. Will he does he adhere to the definition? Alayhi salam. The companion is who? The who Believed the prophet صلى Believed in him. believing. Before him are he, so he came before him how they was but
1: he said believed in him. Okay. He him, believe him he he to he's a
0: he's he's die, he yeah. if the last
1: to the... he'll be be you...
0: So you say he's a companion?
1: Yeah.
0: The question is is he a companion? You said he's the last companion today. You said based upon the, he's the definition. Companion. Based on the definition?
1: Yes. yes. I yeah, yeah. This based on this
0: definition, why? Sorry. Because he met the Prophet yeah. mm. Now, of course, he believed in him. And, he will die upon and we know, based upon the sources, even though it has not happened <clears throat> yet, we know based upon the sources that he will die. Sallam, believing in the Prophet yeah. So he fits into that definition of a companion. Mm. Now I'm fits into the definition of a companion. So based on the definition, then you would say now he's a companion. However, Sheikh Abdul Muslim after the honour, Sheikh Abdul he mentions that this masala here, this question here, generally doesn't really hold any benefit anyway. The reason why is that, as with my brother, he's a prophet, so he's of he's he's regarded as being of a higher makan and a higher has a higher mental status anyway due to him being a prophet, and the importance of, our, of us knowing who a companion is is due to one from the Etikad, from the creed. That we must, we need to know who the companion is, so that we have the correct creed regarding that individual. Because we understand that all of the companions of the they're all trustworthy. Now, so we need a defi- we need a certain definition to know who the companion is, so that if an individual fits that definition, that we hold a particular creed regarding that person. Now, does that make sense? However, if he's a prophet, then there's no need to apply this definition to him. Now, because he's a prophet. And so we have to have a a particular creed regarding the prophets. Likewise as well, when it comes to the companions, having knowledge of who the companions are, is because it aids us when it comes to the riwayat, when it comes to the, the narrations, and understanding the level of each of the narrators. However, as said, no, there's no narrations from Isa, alayhi I'm saying it wouldn't benefit us, whether it be in terms of itikad, or it be in terms of our creed, and it wouldn't really benefit us in terms of the affair of hadith. Now, in terms of siha or doctrine, when we're seeking to uh, authenticate, understand which hadith are authentic and which are not. However, if just based upon this, the, the, the basic definition, then, the, then he would fall into that definition, as we understand it. In relation to uh, uh, Najashi, the Najashi does he is he regarded as being a companion?
1: No.
0: no. no. Why? No. and so Najashi is not regarded, even though he lived, of course, at the same time as the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Najashi, the king of Al Habasha at the time. Even though he lived at the same time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was not regarded as being a companion. Why? Because he did not fulfill that first criterion. Did not meet him, alayhi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Did not meet the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Some of the companions did meet him. So the companions met him. Now, the companions met Najafi because they went there, and they went to Habashah bin Hijrah, mm-hmm. a group of them. However, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not meet him. Time. so, so they what? Or who would we regard him as being then? The Tabi'id. Tabi? No. He regards me from the Tabi'id. Because he met the, he met the companions of the Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi So we would say that such an individual, has met the companions, na'am, and believed or died upon the belief of Islam, is from the Tabi'id. And he was regarded as being from the Kibar of the Tabi'id. Wallah. Now, so this is the affair of the companions. <clears throat> why it's important is to actually just know who they are so that an individual knows okay these are the individuals as we mentioned that we have to have this particular Creed in relation to them now I saw Shafu goes on to mention oh <laughs> لكنهم جاءوا بهذه فإذا تكلموا في وأسقطوا بعد بينه Wasita رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم. and so those that seek to curse the companions or oh they seek to mention or make the, mention them in, in terms of deficiencies and render them regarded as being deficient in the eyes of the people, then this is an attempt to destroy Islam itself. And it's important to understand this. The sub sahaba yeah, the curse of the companions, is a practice where the person or the person that is making the sub sabb- is seeking to destroy Islam. Well, old Campbell him, even if he's a person whom he himself ascribes to Islam, as soon as you find that this person is making ta'nakus of the companions, and discussing them in a manner which is not befitting, or he's, he is cursing the companions, then we understand that such an individual is one which is seeking to destroy Islam. Now, why? Because when they speak about the companions, i.e. negatively, they speak about the companions and they seek to remove their qima, their true value, i.e. the eyes of the people, and their makana, their status. If they were to do so, then what would remain from this wassita, bain ala wa (coughs) rusul what would remain from those intermediaries between us and the Messenger? These, as are the intermediaries between us and the Messenger of Allah. If they remove them, the companions, then we understand that this is a means of seeking to bring doubt upon the Prophet as well. And I said, even if these people. Are multisib in Islam, even if these people they ascribe to Islam, it would be the Rafida, or the Khawarij, or any of them from them, or even from these you uh, Muslimin, yeah, the Afrans, the individuals from the Khwan Muslimin that speak about the companions. And what you may find from those, those that deviate, is that they may speak about afrad from the companions. They may speak about yeah, the individuals from amongst the companions. And so they may, they may seek to sustain and say that no, rather by rather to God regarding the companions is that they are upright, except for, for that, and they make it stiff for that. Now, they they will mention as an exception, yeah, it so-and-so from amongst the companions. This is no different from the one that speaks about the companion, anyone else from the companions. And this is still an effort of destroying Islam. Because if an individual begins with one, understand that he will not stop there. If he begins with one of the companions, understand that he will not stop with one. And it will be continuous when it comes to the sub. And the cursing of the companions. And if you throw doubt upon the companions, there's no doubt, what you're seeking to do is throw doubt upon that which they transmitted from the Prophet. A clear indication of this is the, is the practices of the Mustashriqin, the, the Orientalists. The Orientalists, they wonder what no, Orientalists are, they're aware of Orientalists and their practices. Orienters essentially are individuals. Some of them are, and large amounts of them, are uh, those that have, are openly kufa, openly disbelievers. Now, they may be Christians, they may be, they may be uh, atheists, whatever they're upon. And they usually regard themselves as being academics. And what you find from these. Uh, orientalists is that they seek to study the cultures of the East generally speaking this is how this is how they started off initially just generally study the cultures of the East however this became over time more focused upon Islam studies of Islam and seeking to try to refute Islam Discussing the, the source of Islam, the text of Islam. Think so they refute Islam and refute the Muslims using yari, the Hadith or using Ayat from the Quran. And so, whilst it began as something where they were studying, whilst it began as something whilst they, that they were studying, now the religions of the East, to the cultures of the East, not really for any real benefit. Now, like it wasn't to embrace itself, essentially. It was for the sake of studying, yani the yewi affairs. Whilst it was a general study, over time, the affair of these became became one where they would seek to refute Islam, so they, they, they began to seek this knowledge in bad faith. Why it's important to mention these individuals and the shar of what they are upon, the fact that their, their, their main purpose in terms of their talab, their studying, is to seek to, ref, to refute Islam, is that who are the individuals that they seek to attack first and foremost? Who? Themselves.
1: The
0: companions. The companions. That they will seek to attack and they may attack the companions generally as a Jama'ah. Or they will seek to attack the companions, Yali, as, as seek to attack individuals from amongst the companions. And throw doubts upon the companions. So you find that these actions these individuals who openly Their goal is openly to throw doubt about Islam. Throw doubt upon the affair of the Muslims. That's their goal. They all, they both of these individuals, they meet with these, they meet with these deviants at the point of the companions. Because if they can both attack the companions, then they can attack essentially the Prophet ﷺ. And sometimes it's important to look at, not at the one that they're attacking, but at the moran, the one that they intend to attack. So they may not attack the Sunnah directly. I'm talking about these orientists. I'm talking about these deviant groups. They may not attack the Sunnah directly, but they may seek to attack the Sunnah by attacking those that transmit it. And this is something that continues for generations after that. So you may find that an individual... He might not attack an alim directly. However, he will attack the tulab of the alim. And the people, for example, the time of Ahmed, due to the quwa, due to the strength that Imam Ahmed had, and the presence that he had, the people, some of the individuals, did not have that was anything with them or they were essentially cowards. So he would not speak about Ahmed. However, they would speak about the tulab of Ahmed. I speak, I seek to try to criticise the tulab of Imam Ahmed. Lakin, <coughs> however, intended who? Intended who? Ahmed, Ahmed of course, about Ahmed. There's no difference here. And people seek because attack attacked the Sunnah, they were attacked by the companions. And this is why the, the affair of the companions is such, one of such importance. And so, their intent, as mentioned by him the Sheikh, the intent is, and so the intent is to cut off the connection between the sahabikina awwaleen and the mahajineen and the ansar to cut that, that that connection until the ummah and the individual of the ummah go astray. And if, it's, if it's, this is not the case then what is causing them and what is their reason For making some of the Sahaba? What is their reason for personally speaking in of the companions? No. The second question is Is there an issue between them and the companions where they have a disagreement about wealth, money? Do they have a personal problem with the companions? I know that makes some of the companions, those that speak in of the companions. Never punish one from the companions? Of course not. Now, is there the case that the companions themselves harmed them? Again, this is not the reality. It's is not the reality. So, that which has caused them to have this book in their hearts. It's because the companions have had the din. The companions are the ones that carry this religion. The companions are the ones that carry this religion. For whom you readul al yaktawasila between the Rasul and Allah Sallam, wabeena ummatu, between the Rasul and Allah Sallam, wabeena And so they intend to. Cause a break to break that connection and cut off that connection between the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and his ummah. So that this the, causes the removal of this deed. And this is their intent. And so it's important as we go back to what we mentioned regarding these individuals, the Mousteshriqin, the Orientalists. They will speak about the Companions, and their their goal is to destroy Islam. And they will say this openly, many of them will say this openly, that this is their goal. However, their attack of the Companions and their 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 intent for attacking the Companions, is no different from these individuals that attack the Companions. It's just the difference is that these individuals are making it to to Islam, and these, these deviant groups they ascribe to Islam, they ascribe to Islam, and so thus, the individual may think and may be fooled to believe that they are acting in good faith. However, they are no different from these individuals that are seeking to destroy Islam, the true Islam. Replace it with bottle. Now, the Baba Hari mentions, they are the companions of the and the companions of companions and the companions of the Nabi, of the Nabi, and the companions of the Nabi, and and so, those that follow them in good, they are sunnah. They are the people of the Tariqah Sahihah. They are the people that follow that correct way. And this is the sunnah which is being discussed and being explained here by the author, Baba وهم الجماعة الحقيقة الحقيقية and they are the true جماعة Now, أما الاشتباع غيرهم على الأمور الباطلة فهؤلاء لا يسبون الجماعة and as for those that come together upon affairs of falsehood, then these are individuals that are not regarded as being jama'ah. The no, they're not regarded as being the jama'ah. Even if their number and amount that are with them are many, Allah says, تَحْسَبُهُمْ جَمِيعًا وَقْلُوبُهُمْ and you regard them as being jameet and you regard them as being united. However, their hearts are divided. مَا كَانُوا And so the jama'a in reality are those that are upon the truth. فَالْلَذِي يُقُولَ Fulani. هَذَا وَأَتُمْ فَنُقُولَ لَهُمْ and so if it said for example، فلاني، I'm with this particular his this particular group. that this group this hisb، that is the Jama'a. and you say you only adhere to the jama'ah. This is the jama'ah. So, for example, if we listen to further context, the person says, I am tablighi. Now, this is Abu tablighi jama'ah. They call tablighi jama'ah or jama'at tablighi. That's their name, the writer tablighi. And you say, stick to the jama'ah. So I am speaking to the jama'ah, I am speaking to the jama'ah at the table. They call the jama'ah, you told me to speak to the jama'ah. Then the response is, for no call, they call to them. Man lakum Who told you that they are the jama'ah? Who informed you that they are the jama'ah? Because the jama'ah, man, kanu al-ham. The Jama'a is the group that is upon the truth, adheres to the truth. Man kanu ala Whoever is upon the sunnah. ula'ihum al jamaa They are the true Jama'ah. So it's not it's not sufficient that a person says, I am from Jama'a Kether. Just because he calls it Jama'a doesn't mean that it's the Jama'a. And the Jama'ah is those that adhere to the truth. Kamar Yufam is understood by we have the Qaeda. Al Ibrah bin Hakaik. The Ibrah, that which is the take significance, and that which we the whole significance are the reality. Now not the al-Fahvul Asma. The, the ibrah is not with Asma. Just because you call something this particular thing does not now mean that it is uh, that thing, essentially. So if a person now says, this is Jama'at al does not now mean that they're Jama'at al Tablid. Because no doubt as well you find that a lot of these groups, they will have names, and they will have names which are yali, Mahmouda, and he they every names. No no group is going to give them a name, themselves a name which is Mahmouda. No particular group is going to give them a name which is blameworthy or a group which causes people to turn away from them. Amazon. They, they want to increase their numbers, of course. One sure way that you can increase people's number, your numbers is that you essentially market yourself with a name that the people can become attracted to. And Jemaah Tzambliyev is no different. I this group and they say that they're the coolers. They're cool and they, and they convey. However, in reality, their believe is behind in. ilm. And they're conveying, and they're, whatever they convey they, to the people, is behind in. And you find them, they say these things. For example, what's common amongst them is that they will say, uh, come to our lesson or come to our, our bayan, they say. Many of them. And we'll give you a talk about Iman and Yaqeen. Iman and Yaqeen. If you ask them to define Iman or define Yaqeen, they're not able to do so. Many of them. What is Iman? What does Iman mean? Now What is the true meaning of Iman? How many of them will say that Iman... It's Tashdik al-Qabib, belief in the heart. Qal bin speech upon the tongue. Amal bin Jawarih, action upon the limbs. Yizid, retority in like increases with obedience to Allah. Wa And it decreases with disbelief in Him. Or this decreases with disobedience to Him, rather. How many will say that? Was well, the Dawah which does not give emphasis to Ilm. does not give emphasis to knowledge. And so if a Daoan does not give evidence to knowledge, then it's mustaba' jiddan. It's completely far-fetched. And this, we can be said that this is the jama'a. You needs to call up the jama'a. Now, likewise, Baba Hari also mentions, For man wa whoever does not take from them, I refer to the companions. Then he has, gone astray, and innovated. And whoever does not take from the companions, of the message of Allah, so الذين هم نقلت الكتاب, or نقلت الكتاب والسنة so Whoever does not take from the companions, these are the individuals who transmitted the book and the sunnah. فَلَيْسَ هُوَ عَلَى الْحَقِّ then this such individual is not upon the truth. And so as we mentioned, and we repeated, when a person speaks ill of them and they criticise them, they criticise them, and that which follows is that they seek to nullify their knuckles, nullify that which they have transmitted. Yes. And So the intent of the enemies of Allah and His Messenger is to nullify Islam. <coughs> لكن جاءوا بهذه الحيلة خبيثة لأجل آل يفصل بين المتأخرين من المسلمين. And so they come with this particular evil naam, method. That they intend to make a separation between the muta'akhirin, those that came afterwards, and the muta'akhirin, those who preceded. I right, amongst the Muslims. Now, Hatta yasul ibtila' al muta'akhirin. الاجترار al <laughs> and so they seek to make that difference, make that split between the two. split between, the, the, the differentiate between the Ahlul, the Ahlul, Muttaqaddimin uh, and the Salaf and the Muttaqirin. And because if they do so, then this is when they can bring to the people a uh, evil offense and bring harm to the mutakhineen and uh, to those that are living now. And this becomes easy for them. However, if the mutakhineen nah, are attached to the and they're attached to the kitab and the sunnah nah, and they're attached to those that transmitted the kitab and the sunnah <laughs> then that, uh, that affair of seeking to bring about deviation becomes harder. Now, rather, it's something that becomes impossible. And this is the reality. If an individual, al says that all I'm going to do is follow the Kitab and the Sunnah, and I'm going to take it upon the understanding of the self of this Ummah, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to cling to these three things. Anyone that comes now that seeks to... To, 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 uh, to divide him away from that... or split him away from that... now it's going to be impossible for him to do so... first and foremost. Anyone that, that comes with an affair... which is jadid hadith... they come with a muhdath, a newly invented affair... and ascribe to Islam then it's going to be impossible for that person to follow him in that. But if you come with an affair which is muhda, for example, a wild example, someone comes in and it says you have to pray six raka'at al dhuhr now. You have to pray six raka'at al dhuhr The person, he's clinging these three things, he's going to hear something of deen or something ascribed to deen, Something which is ascribed to Ajr, and he's going to go back to his point of reference. So he's going to look and ask, is this from the Kitab? He's going to ask, is this from the Sunnah? He's going to ask, Did the companions, were the companions or, the, or those that followed the companions or those that followed them, were any of them upon this understanding? And then the whole affair falls down at that point. There's no discussion after that. So when you find, for example, this affair of uh, the Milad, for example, and uh, the birthday of the prophets of and the people say that they celebrate the birthday of the prophet, you put it up to the scrutiny of those three things. Because people seek to try to have a discussion about it. And they seek, they seek to try and say, What I heard recently, I think it was in Ramadan, that, or from one of these uh, individuals that are trialed with deviation and trialed with ujab and nafs, he said that this individual that celebrates the Prophet's birthday is the same as this individual that doesn't celebrate the Prophet's birthday. They're both upon the Why? 'Cause they're both doing so in love for the Prophet. This one is not follow, is not gonna celebrate the Prophet's birthday because he wants to follow the sunnah. This one is going to follow the promise, celebrate the Prophet's birthday because he loves the Prophet. So they both This is not the this is not the criterion. And this is an example of someone that has been affected by the Man Hajj Muslim. When they seek to make the manhaj one, manhaj was it, the vast and open, afya, open to all. So it's hard to make up that this one can be upon the truth and that one can be upon the truth at the same time. When the truth is exclusive, it's one. The reality is that with this particular messenger, for example, you hold up and scrutinise these three things. Is there anything in the time that tells us to celebrate the Prophet's birthday? No. Is there anything from the Sunnah that doesn't celebrate the Prophet's birthday? No. Was this the practice of any of the companions or the Tabi'i or Atabat Tabi'i? The no. These are the best of generations. So when you establish the best of generations, these are the best of generations, and they didn't do this practice, then you know this is something new and it's, it's come after. So you leave it. So when a person holds up any practice, to the scrutiny of those three things, it impossible that someone makes idkhal enter something of Ba'tin or Bidah into his practice of Islam. Now, and so this is why an individual will seek to make tanakkus of the companions. Because if you speak ill about the companions and you leave doubts about the companions themselves, then if a person now starts to doubt the companions, then you allow you allow room for someone to bring in other deviations. Is that clear? Now and so he mentions the person goes astray. The person goes and they've lost their way from the truth or alayhi So this bid'ah, and this innovation, that which is from the actions of Ibadah, or the intiqadat, and the beliefs, speech, where there's no proof for it, from the book or the sunnah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa stated, مَنْ عَمِلَ عَمِلًا لَيْسَ عليه عمرنا فَهُوَ الرد. Whoever does an action that is not from our affair, that is from our sunnah, this rejected. Or oh, the statement of the if you rewind the wording, مَنْ أحدث في هَذَا مَا لَيْسَ مِنْهُ فَهُوَ الرَّدَّ Whoever newly events an affair, or newly events a matter, in our affair, then it is rejected. Likewise, you have to say <laughs> And beware of the newly invented affairs. For indeed every newly invented affair is an innovation. <laughs> now and every and every innovation is misguided. Now so, al-bida'ah, the bida'ah is ma'ahdakha fi'l-deen wa huwa leysa minuhu. Ali, the bidaah is something that has been newly invented in the deen and it's not from it. And so, kefuh yu'an af-anahu leysa minuhu. How is it known that it's not from it, that it's not from the deen? Iza' al-lam yukul alayhi delil. And there's no proof of it. So it's not from the deen. يَنَّ اللَّهَ جَلَّ يَقُولَ أَلْيَوْمَ دِينَكُمْ As Allah Ta'ala stated, today I have perfected for you your religion. فَالْدِينَ كَامِنُ The deen is perfect. The deen is perfect, complete. And so, this deed does not accept ziyadat and any additions. And so it's not upon us, except to have knowledge of deen. Have knowledge of the deed which Allah subhanahu Taala has perfected. And we hold on firm to that. And we hold on firm to that and we live off anything now, we live off anything that is other than yeah, the deen, whether it be yeah, additions of things that have, been, that have been regarded as being good actions now, or things that are now added on in one way or another, or well, other than that. For indeed, no doubts. These are things to be avoided These are actions which distance a person away from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And so, as is mentioned, ما أهذا فقوم بدعه إلا نزاع بفله من الشدة. نعم that a people do not newly invent an affair, newly invent a except an action of the sunnah like it is removed from them. And so, what is upon the individual is luzum al-jama'ah, al-jama'ah, Sunnah al-sunnah, sunnah and leave off innovations. And thereafter, will mention, وَقُولُوا مِدَعَةٍ دُّلَالَةٍ And every mida' is a misguidance. For these are like a mida' is There is no such thing as a mida' hasada. a misguidance. dalala, the Messenger. So every innovation is a dalala. Every innovation is a misguidance. As is mentioned in the text of the Messenger of Allah ﷺ. As of the Bidah, he says, For inna kulla muhtafatin Bidah. Wa bid'a Kulla. he says, Every limited affair is a bidah And every bidah is a misguidance. The Bidah, he, he doesn't mention he does not mention exceptions. He mentions every bidda is a dalala. So innovative in the deal, there's not going to be anything good within it. All of it is dalala. Well we understand how we understand this further as well is the statement of Imam Malik rahimahullah, When he mentions Islam, Bid So whoever New events in the fair in Islam, regarding it as being hasara, regarded it as being something which is good. This is as if he has said that the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam sallam khan al This It's if he has said that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa has fallen into betrayal, has betrayed us, as his ummah, regarding the risalah, regarding the message. Reason why this is the case, the reason why this is the case is because if a person newly invents an affair in Islam, regards it as being good, then Allah this now necessitates that he is saying that this newly invented affair is something that the Prophet something not tell us about. There was an action which was ma'jur, an action which was rewarded that the Prophet didn't inform us of, and so that he did not give us the complete message. I saw so there was a degree a of betrayal when it came to the message, where he has the bin lah. And so this hasana, this action that I'm doing, which is bid'ah, but it's hasana, but it's good, this is an action which the Prophet didn't tell us about. It's bid'ah, it's new. But I had the thought, we were not informed by of the of the nabi sallallahu alayhi No doubt, the person that would say such a statement, is one that has deviated with a major affair of deviation. And the Dalala, Allah and his people are in the fire. Now, الضلال وأهل الضلال في الدار إما بكفرهم وإما بمعثيتهم فبدعة ليست على حد السواء منها ما هو الكفر صاحب المخلل في الدار كان استغاثة بالأبوات والدعاء الأبوات والذبح لغير الله والنظر لغير الله فهذه بدعة كفرية وكذا نفي أسماء الله وصفاته كما قالت الجحبية and so when we understand the dalal and the misguidance and that innovation and misguided misguidance and this misguidance is in the fire. This misguidance may be a misguidance of kufr, a disbelief. Or it may be a misguidance of Baqsir. Yeah, there may be a of disobedience. And so, the affair of innovations are not all at one level. Innovations are not all one and the same. So you may find from them, some of these innovations of an innovation or an affair, which is kufr. Causing the person to be within the hellfire for eternity. For example, istighathi, and yeah, the person can aid with the dead. Or calling upon the dead, they can do a to the dead. Or, Dabh l-gayri slaughtering for the sake of Allah. Or, they can avow, vow, to Allah. All of these are innovations, that are kufriya. All of these are innovations, that are innovations upon kufr. Likewise, those at the gate, the asma'a wa sifat, from the There now those who reject as far this is all kufr. All these examples of kufr. Why, why here, is Sheikh Fozan, question, why here Sheikh Fozan referring to these things as kufr or as bidah, referring this as the dalal of bidah, and not uh, shirk, for example, ayadu the ala. The du'a alayhi lillahi. Why is he entering this into discussion of Bida? Is, no,
1: is it because they are associating themselves with Islam? Or associating that to Islam?
0: No. So it could be in a case where these people are doing these actions and they are doing these actions which in reality are actions of, of kufr and shirk. However, they are ascribing these actions to Islam. And ascribing these actions as being actions which will, that are praiseworthy and Islamically. And so, for example now, a person may slaughter for the dead. And you may find that a person slaughters for uh, the, the, a saint, or the one that they regard as being a saint, or one that they regard as being a sheikh. And they slaughter for that individual. And in doing so, they will regard that as being to Qarum, in Allah. They will regard that as being an Islamic action. So they ascribe that to Islam. And to However, in reality, it is shirk al kufr. In reality, it is shirk al kufr. This is why he mentions this. Likewise, of course, the affair of the jahmiyyah, The Jahbiyyah, the sect that reject the days attributes of Allah. But this is. Kufr as well. Does everyone understand why this is Kufr? The rejected is attributes of Allah. Why is this specifically Kufr? Because Allah
1: sallallahu ascribed it to himself. So it's like absolute contradiction.
0: Absolute contradiction is Allah ascribed to himself. You could say, yeah, it's a denial of that which is found in those texts. Something else as well. Did I tell you that I saw a sifat? No, did I tell you that I saw a sifat? Of course. Is, is what else? Not, you, you know, in reality, they are not uh, worshipping anything. Meaning they take away all of the names and attributes of Allah.
1: In reality, they don't worship.
0: No, so they essentially, you, you, you reject all of the attributes of Allah. You reject, every, you reject everything Allah, uh, everything about Allah subhanahu wa Taala, his, his attributes and his names. The reality is that you—it's a rejection, and it's the beginning of rejection of, of Allah subhanahu wa Taala Himself. You reject all of these attributes of Allah. It's the beginning of rejection of Allah Taala. You reject everything for about Allah. Then, of course, this is this is by way of that a rejection of Allah the wa Taala. Now. This is because they 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 uh, refer to Allah as nayyasan, lahu asma wa sifat. So you call it then madhum, special. Yeah, they say he's not nayyasan, lahu asma wa la sifat. Doesn't have no names, and attributes. So what you're describing is madhum, something which is yeah, they not present. And so in 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 eventually, by way of this particular creed, they are discussing or they are entering into the bab of ilhad, entering into this bab of aphysia, this, yeah, the denial of the existence of Allah in totality. Because something which is something which is present and exists has to have attributes. Something which is present has to have attributes. Now, and so something that does not have any sifat, anything that does not have attributes, is madu. It's not present. When therefore, Hakam al-imba And so, due to that, you find that the imba they make takfir of the jahmiyyah. And so, these are examples. Now of these innovations and i can enter into this affair of any kufa and so that the reality is that these individuals they fall into innovations and innovations are not as you said not at the same level it's not one and the same innovations may be innovations where is kufri uh, innovations kufriya you know, of uh, of disbelief and they may have innovations where is it's is it's his uh, uh, disobedience. Da'am. Hence, why they have the, uh, the distinction made between the two types of bid'ah. Bid'ah, which is known as bid'ah, which is mukaffara, and bid'ah, which is mufassaqa. Bid'ah, mukaffara, bid'ah, mufassaqa. Bid'ah, which is uh, upon kufr, and bid'ah, which is a person upon fisk by way of it. And... This being the nice scholars, where we will stop. Mara Klaufikum. And insha'Allah, in our next week's lesson, we will go on to our next point. As well as that, Barakallah Klaufikum, <laughs> with the Zaka of Allahu <laughs> Wa Wasallahu, Ubarak, Allah Nabi, the Muhammad, Alihi, Yusufi Yusallam, Wa'afwa, that Wa'ana, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alabi.
1: Who celebrate Prophet Muhammad's birthday? Yeah. Do, they have, do they know how to celebrate as
0: well? Like in Salah, they have conditions and the, uh, for do they, do they how they have to co- start, how to finish. Yeah? No, because you can't. Put, they don't have cab for it. Really, they don't have rulings for it because this is generally what you find with innovations. It's, it's because it's because it's innovation. They're not going to place rulings on it or. They may try to uh, say the say, that this is the same as Eid, for example, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it can't because Eid has been specified, Eid and, Eid Fittum, Eid well. and Eid al-Fitr, and Eid has been specified. Eid al-Fitr has, has been specified, and Akhram for Eid al-Adha, Akhram for Eid al-Fitr has been specified. Mm-hmm. So you can't use these Akhram for something secondary. No. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> right. Yeah, cool. um, when
0: you when spoke about the Musta Orientalists, are they like philosophers like for example? No, not necessarily. So Orientalists essentially they are uh, academics. They they're around right to, to, to now. Even got we discussed it yesterday. That they got a university I have a university in London called SOAS, School of Oriental African Studies. it's one of the most prestigious universities in London. Right. and uh, it's not necessarily that they they are um, philosophers because they all differ in terms of religious beliefs or their their ideologies. But they come together upon this one thing, where it is that they're studying Islam to try and destroy Islam to the extent that you will have you have some books now that are books that are used in libraries and benefited in the libraries of the Muslims. That are written by Musj Shrifi. So these these individuals, they may study, for example, Musalah Hadith, just as a Muhadith will study Musala Hadith, to that extent. Right? So they'll study Arabic, they'll study Musala Hadith, just to that to the same extent. And they might write, write books to help them in their studies. But because they wrote these these books, they've written these books, these books actually can be used for studies as well. So an example of that is uh, Al Mu'jama Al Bafahas. Al Mujjab al It's about, I think it's about 11 volumes. Al Mujjab al basically is a book that covers the Qutbu Sitta. Qutbu Sitta. And you look up a word and it will tell you where in the Ahadith you can find it. Where in the Qutbu Sitta you can find these wordings. And these alfah, these particular wordings. Right? It's very beneficial for someone that's trying to research Ahadith. But it was the tenth, first and foremost is that it was used for that benefit, used for that reason. It ends up in the hands of the Muslims. <laughs> um, another example, I, I believe, is uh, the dictionary, one of the dictionary, Hans Wier. Hans dictionary. Oh, yeah. That was his name, Hans it He was uh, a German, mm. a German individual. And he made a dictionary to help with himself, and our uh, fellow audience in terms of studying Arabic. Mm. Um, and so they, they, they don't have... They don't, have, uh, u- uh, they don't have a unifying etiqat. They don't have a unified etiqat in terms of they do not all share the same creed. So they're not all philosophers, for example. You might find philosophers amongst them. You might find Christians amongst them. You might find Jews amongst them. You might find atheists amongst them. It's just that they are essentially what they all, regard as, well as academics that will study Islam to try and ref- refute uh, Islam. You know, like, um, we're not
1: supposed to... Take the good and leave the evil. Right? So, like, works like that. Yeah. So, I understand, like, when you have, like, necessity where that so, work, yeah. work again, or so, that uh, info can't be found anywhere else, yeah. then there are exceptions made. Yeah. So, is that, like, an exception in that book? Or. Uh,
0: it's more because it's a reference, to you the know, references. And there's nothing it's not been added into it, if that makes sense. But because these are refer- reference books, it's just referring to. The hadith, we just use all the words of the hadith. So it's nothing of their, their actual works, if that makes sense. It's more like a, um encyclopedia, I guess. Yeah. Or, or more like a, it's like a, no, not a, an index. So it's it's nothing, it's nothing of their actual work, if that makes sense. Okay. Or their actual words, you say. Okay. No. Okay. But if it was something from the words or the, anything from their words, then no doubt we wouldn't, we wouldn't use it. So the people that say that there's a bit of Hassan they will use the, the narration of Omar al-Khattab where he mentions that uh, what a good innovation this is or what a good bid this is. Uh, now that was referring to the Sonata of Talawih. <laughs> um, first and foremost, it can be answered in uh, Two ways. Or well, the main way, let's say, is that he was not referring to it as bid'ah. in terms of, he was not saying that it's a Bidah in the Sharia, it's a new, whole new affair. Now, because, rather what he was referring to is in terms of linguistically, I, that it's a Bidah in terms of, it's Tajdeen, the fact that it, is, it was new in terms for them at that particular time. That it was Tajdeen, that it was a renewal of a Sunnah. A revival of a sunnah. The reason we know this as well, the reason why we know this is because, if he's referring to Salatul Tarawih, it's been affirmed in the sunnah, the message of Allah, wa sallam, that he prays Salatul Tarawih. So it cannot now be said that he said this is a good bid'ah about something which is affirmed within the sunnah. No well, doubt we understand from this that this is, a, we're talking about revival, a good bid'ah, this is a revival of something that was already present within the sunnah. Of the message of Allah, Allah Allah'a, Allah'a. Allah'a So, is not new, it's the same as the
1: Salah,
0: same rulings and so, all conditions and rulings are the same. All the rulings are, yeah. are, yeah. are the same, All the rulings are the same. the Wajibat are the same
1: something maybe a week or two ago about the one of the pillars of the prayer being standing so is the you know like the supererogatory prayers is it is the difference that you can start the prayer without standing or is it a case of just within the prayer you can sit
0: no so you said that the so we talk about the condition of the prayer being standing if you're able to um, Generally speaking, as well, first of all, these, these conditions are generally the conditions when we, when we talk about the condition of the Salah, then we talk about a condition of the Salah for the uh, Falaid. Now. So we're talking about the obligatory prayer. Because, for example, from the conditions of the Salah, we say is the Dukhul Waqt, the time of the prayer. But if we're talking about a, a voluntary Salah, then it's not, it's not specified to a time, right? So the standing is another example of that that we understand that a person uh, is able to sit at any point in the voluntary Salah. Yeah. So whether it be beginning before the tabir, or, right. before to or during the Salah, yeah, he yeah. can sit at any point. Mm-hmm. So what you find maybe is that a person may pray one rakah standing and then pray another rakah sitting. Mm-hmm. Likewise as well as you understand mm-hmm. that if an individual is travelling and is praying a voluntary prayer, that he can pray that voluntary prayer. Uh, Facing the direction that he's traveling. Mm-hmm. Now, and we know generally the, the conditions of the Salah is that he faces the Qibla. But this is, this is when we talk about: the conditions we talk about mainly for the f- forayt, now, the Salat of Fareelah. Mm-hmm. So if he's traveling in a particular way, then he can face that way and in pray, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: in terms of timings of the Salat, um, like, inshallah, we're going to combine, is that something, you know, for the ease? is that something allowed, say, for the children and, and the mm-hmm. women at home to do?
0: To combine? Yeah. Yeah, this is something that they, they, they're responsible for them to do as well. It, they, for the same reason. If the same reason is there, the same moshakka is there, the yeah. same hardship is there, as <laughs> to leave you that same hardship, then, of course, they could do so. What What should not be done, though... Is that the person uh, seeks to combine maghrib shirt at home? The man, sorry, mm-hmm. the man seeks to combine the mugger shirt at home. So he, if he's going to combine it, he should be in the masjid to combine it with the jamaah What do we say prayer in the anyway? But if he's going to combine it, he should combine it with the jamaah in the masjid. shouldn't be, he shouldn't now say, for example, he looks at the the, the prayer timetable and he sees that the masjid are combining now. He says, says okay, gonna, i will I'll combine that home myself. No, rather, that that should be restricted to him, praying in the Mastin. Allah, so, Allah. Like no. Does it doesn't include the traveler, is it
1: right?
0: So the traveler can go back anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah so the yeah, so traveler is, 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 has the freedom to come back anyway. No. Is it standing from the Arkan or from the Shroot? Mm. Is it standing from the Arkan or the Shroot or the Salah? don't know? No. Oh. From the Arkan? Standing the standing for the shrub is in arqan. you agree, disagree? Okay. Standing for the arkan. Why not the Shuru? Why stand up from the shrub The shuru?
1: something? It's within the prayer, it's not
0: outside of the prayer. Well the Shuru is from the beginning to the end of the No, yeah, so. nah, that's different, Because the, nah. the shot has to be at the beginning from the from the beginning all the way to the end of the action. The shart. Standard, you don't stand all the way through the salah. Now, so you wouldn't say that standard is for the whole salah or the, or, or the condition for the salah. For example, a condition is having, uh, having tahara, being a state of purity. Now, that's a condition from the beginning, before you begin that salah, all the way to the end. A person cannot now say that I'm going to start the salah, first raqa, I, I have wudu, I break my wudu in the middle of it and I continue. Now, rather, he has to have that, like, that, Condition for the whole salah. Standing is um, uh uh a pillar because it's something which is done within the prayer because no doubt standing is done in the prayer but then obviously have report the bow and they have the sujood as well and the sitting as well. No. Is that the well. Yeah cool. Yeah. <laughs> So Allah Ubarak, we